0: Everywhere we go, we like to sing. Amen. It's wonderful how the Lord, when he saves you, he puts a new song in our hearts. Even before our saved days, I'm sure many of us could testify to the fact that we're following a different sort of music. But now, today, we're not singing to entertain, but we're singing to uplift and exalt that man of Calvary. Mm -hmm. And what a blessed thing it is to have that testimony. That testimony of saving grace. Every one of the students here have a testimony. I could call upon any one of them right now to testify. And what a blessing that is. And we're going to call upon one of them now. He's a first year ministerial student. He comes from the Macrafelt area, from the Macrafelt congregation. And his name
1: is Andrew Simpson. Amen. Amen.
0: Well
1: that hymn that we just sang really makes reference to what I just want to specify or look at more particularly in my testimony today. And it says that man of Calvary has won my heart from me. You know, I can say that Jesus Christ has my heart. Jesus Christ is everything to me. Jesus Christ is my all in all. I love the Lord Jesus Christ with all of my heart. And I want to tell you today how Jesus Christ won my heart. And I want to read just firstly one verse of Scripture to you. I'll just read it to you. No need to look it up. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And the verse number 17, and it says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things be- are become new. Well, as Paul already said, my name is Andrew Simpson. And I'm from our Macrofelt congregation. I was brought up into a Christian home. And because of that, every week I was sent to the church. I was sent into the Sunday school. I was sent to the children's meetings. I was taught at home. And from all this teaching that I got, I knew from a very early age that I needed to be saved. And I knew two things when I was a very young child. Two things that hopefully every child knows, even in this meeting. The first thing was that I was a sinner. I was a sinner. The second thing was that Jesus Christ was a great saviour. Jesus Christ was a saviour. And you know, I hope that every one of us can grasp that today. Two very, very simple but profound truths. We're sinners, but Christ is the saviour. I hope you understand that today. But just really to fast track to the age of 15, uh, in my life there have been many good influences, and a few of those good influences were in my youth committee. And those men, some of them are ministers now, some of them are children's workers, uh, they really were a good influence on in my life, and they challenged me as to my need of salvation all the time. And I remember one night at the Christmas lights in Mackerfeld, 2014. I was down the town, and when I was down the town, I was with my friends, but I was trying to avoid uh, these people because they were down the town doing outreach. I know they were quite embarrassing. They were quite very vocal uh, about who they were. They weren't ashamed to say that they were saved or Jesus Christ. And I was with my friends thinking I was cool. I know I wanted to stay away from these people. So if they went to one side of the town, I went to the other. If they went round this way, I avoided them and went the other way. But something happened that night, and I got into a wee bit of trouble. I remember being in the midst of that chaos and in that trouble, one of them just reached into the crowd and grabbed me by the shoulder and he turned around and he says, Andrew, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. And I remember that night I went home and I was absolutely furious. I was absolutely furious. How dare he come up and impose himself on my life? How dare he tell me where I should go and who I should hang about with and who I shouldn't? But you know, because of that, God started working in my life. And I began to start. I began to feel convicted that, you know, I wasn't living for God. I knew I wasn't right with the Lord. And I began every night to get on my knees and to pray the Lord's Prayer. Now I knew, I knew that I wasn't to pray in vain repetition. But for some reason, every night to ease my conscience, I got on my knees beside my be- bed and I prayed the Lord's Prayer. And then also I opened up my Bible, and again it was just box ticking. I began to read the shortest <coughs> Psalm I could find. I know every night I began to do that. And that lasted for about two months. But there wasn't really a, a real conviction yet. There was a stirring of my conscience. I knew that I was doing things that were wrong. And I was trying to appease my conscience by reading and by praying. But I had never appeased my conscience. And then one night I went to a youth rally in Randallstown, Free Presbyterian Church. And that's the night that the Lord Jesus Christ won my heart. See, into a room, even smaller than this, I went. And I was a young man who hadn't yet entered into the world. If we use that phrase, entered into the world, I hadn't yet enjoyed the things of drink, or alcohol, or fornication, or any of those things that other young men my age enjoy. <coughs> I hadn't enjoyed any of those. I hadn't experienced any of them. And that night I remember uh, being at the age of 15, I had so much desire to get to the world. I how oh, I longed to get to the world. I longed to be in the nightclubs. I longed to be in those places. Even at the age of 15, I longed for that. But that night, the Lord Jesus Christ, he made me a new creature. Amen. You see, whenever they, uh, I did what I normally did in church meetings, <coughs> I went and I sat down and I switched off. <clears throat> Never paid attention. All throughout my teenage years, even listening to the preaching of Mr. McRae, and you know, what, you couldn't really fall asleep when Mr. McRae's preaching. Uh, he's quite vocal when he is preaching. But I remember even under his ministry, I would have sat down the back, took out a piece of paper and wrote down West Ham's <coughs> football team. Or things from that week. And I remember the Lord that night when I went into <coughs> Randall's time meeting. I switched off again. But during the appeal. when the appeal was being made. The Lord took the words of Exodus 32 and 26. And began to convict my conscience again. And it says, who is on the Lord's side? Let him come on to me. Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come on to me. And that night the Lord began to break me. The Lord began to show me that I wasn't right with him. The Lord began to show me why I had no peace in my conscience. And it was because I had no peace with God. I wonder today, do you have peace with God? Are you like me when I was at 15? Still longing to get to the world with all your heart filled with desire for sin and for wickedness. Is that you today? Is that you? But you know that moment whenever uh, with tears running down my face and brokenness, I asked the Lord to save me. The Lord did it. In that moment. In that moment, and I say again with the hymn writer, my chains fell off, my heart was free, I rose, went forth and followed thee. One of the best things about testifying is, it really helps you to remember that night. And I remember that night, walking into that room as a young man who loved his sin, and that the world owned my heart. But I walked out of that room that night, a new creature, and Christ Jesus had my heart. And I love, I love my Saviour. All things have become new. The Lord gave me a new heart. A heart that doesn't love the world, but a heart that loves Him. The Lord gave me a new mind. A new mind. A mind that wasn't set toward the things of the world, but could see the error of the world, and now sees the truth of God's Word and endeavours to follow in that. And I would encourage that if you're here today, you've been brought up in the Gospel. You know that Jesus is a Saviour, and that you know that you are the sinner but yet your heart belongs to the world. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. You can be made a new creature today. You can be set free from your sin. I never expected ever in my life to be in the Whitfield College, but that's what the Lord can do. And I would encourage you today, Amen. come to Jesus Christ. He's a wonderful Savior. And what He's done for me, He can also do for you. Amen.
0: Amen. <coughs> Thank you very much, Andrew, for bringing that word of testimony. And perhaps you're a young man or a young woman in the meeting and something has struck your heart chord this morning. Our prayer is that the Lord might do a work even through something that's said, something that's even sang today. And we do pray that the Lord might do a work in each one of us as we listen to the word.